watch him as you back up. We'll bring you back. We'll get you hooked, and we'll bring you up tight. Watch flaggers until you have you see any green lights or green green flags. You don't go. So, anyways, we'll get you hooked up. We'll get you tight. You have within a hundred foot. That that hundred foot sign is our hundred foot mark. The more you start, two stop. All right, everybody set. Everybody solid. Let's have a good pull. Let's close it out strong, guys. Thank you very much. All right, you guys just heard the drivers meeting for diesel power challenge sled pull. Uh, nice little inside info here. This is what it. Uh, this is exactly what it's like to be here. Exactly what it's like to be on day five. Um, it's quiet. <laughs> the drivers are. Uh, they're definitely thinking about what this pull is and what it's going to do to their truck and where it's going to put them in the points and the standings. Uh, a lot of stuff going on today. Probably not too much of a surprise. We do have Dimitri Millard and Zach Cook uh, asking some questions and getting some clarification on the rules. Um, seems like everybody's headed straight out to their trucks. We're going to start going and uh, trying to talk to these guys before they get out and pull today. Trey Hutton's pulling up. He's going to be the first one to pull today. A lot of discussion going on in the pits about what's going to happen with this track. It's, it's pretty dry. It's not rocky. They've definitely got a lot of the rocks out of it. But, uh, you know, compared to Midwest dirt, it is very different. So see how some of these boys uh, from the Midwest with some different setups are going to be able to handle this out here. Trey's lining up right now. He's going to be the first one to pull. This track's either going to, this is going to be the best hit for the track or this is going to be the worst hit for the track. My guess this track's gonna go away as the day goes on. It's pretty dry up here as they start scraping off the top layers of this dirt. I guess it'll come down to the track crew to see how well they can keep this track here for the competitors to be able to be able to pull on it. Trey's getting a little advice uh, from the sidelines here about where to line up and how to set it right. Surprising he did not grab one of his teammates here to uh, come help him line up on the sled. I think he's gonna just rely on the NSPA guys who are uh, running this. Raging Thunder, name of the sled here at Diesel Power Challenge 2018. First pull is about to be underway. That's the sled moving around, lining up to the truck. All right, they're actually getting ready for the pull now. Still on first pull. Trey's doing a couple of interviews with the live channel and the recorded for Diesel Power Challenge and Truck Trend. Patient when you're when you're building it. If if you can't get a lit before the hundred foot mark. It's going to be your choice whether or not, because you're probably going to get baked that converter pretty good. It's going to be your choice whether you want to try to pull it back and go or if you think you can light, you know. Some last minute advice from Dimitri Miller. Dimitri, what do you think about Trey's truck uh, performing here today? Man, it's a wild card. He really needs nitrous on that truck. It's spooling hard up here. Four lows even worse. It, it, it's all going to depend if it'll come up. True story. But good stuff. Make the 100 foot mark, you know, but he can get at least lit somewhat between 100 feet. I would go with it because the chances of it trying to come back and spool again are going to be slim to none. Yeah, trying to work it that hot uh, at this elevation, I see being a real challenge for him. Crowd starting to get rowdy out here at Diesel Power Challenge 2018. First hook's about to be underway. Wait till it's rolling decent before you smack lock up. Some last minute advice there from Dimitri to Trey Hutton. He's going windows up. This is an aerodynamic advantage. He, he literally looks like he's reading a book in there. He's got a green flag. He's just waiting to spool, seeing what she's going to do. Yeah. 
He's shaking off something. He says he doesn't know what to do in there. I think he's gonna start rolling it. I think he said fuck it and go. Well, he clearly blew through the 100 foot, blew through the 200 foot. Shit, I think Trey Hutton might be out past that 300 marker. What do you guys think? Sled box didn't move. Sled box didn't move. That's the call from the stands. Dimitri Millard walking back, shaking his head. What, what happened, Dimitri? Before this started, if they were going to do a test hook to make sure the fucking thing was going to, the pan, the sled, or the, make sure the pan was going to come down. So pan never came down? The box never came down. It dropped the pan. Box yeah. never moved. The first thing we asked them was to make sure that was, wasn't going to happen. And look what just fucking happened. Trey Hutton going to be in a tough situation here. That hook is going to get thrown out. He's going to have to pull again. Working these trucks two times in a row here at Diesel Power Challenge. You know, we're, uh, we're up in elevation, man. We can't say it enough how hard this heat is on these vehicles. We'll see. Uh, Trey Hutton, tough break. He's definitely going to have to pull again is what it sounds like. Still some discussion going on and after Trey Hutton's first pull here. Looks like he is going to pull again back to back. Story around the sewing circle right now is Trey wanted to pull again. Uh, not sure if he just wants to get through this event or if he's got some strategy in mind about the track going away throughout the day so he'd rather be early than late. Looks like there's some back and forth going on over where to set the slide. Left, right. Yep. They're moving the sled, gonna let him line up back on the line he wanted to be on to get started with. I think that's fair. All right, Trey Hutton, sled pull hook here. Round number, well, I guess we're just try number two. Trey Hutton hooking to the sled again. He's gonna pull back to back. Uh, had a mix up on the sled, weight box did not come forward. Sounds like Sounds like he's getting some advice. Guys telling him, do the same thing. Don't worry about the weight. You did it right. Green flag is up. Trey's starting to light. Starting to roll. I got a feeling that one's going to come out a lot nicer for him. We're definitely seeing the weight box for track now. Well past the 100-foot mark. Past the 200-foot mark. Trey might be close to a full pull here. Uh, it is a floating finish, as we heard uh, explained earlier this morning. Uh, the laser will tell us the final number, but damn good hook for the only guy here without nitrous, and he had to pull twice back-to-back. Trey Hutton, that looked like a good goddamn hook, man. How'd it feel? Oh, it felt fantastic. Like I said, never been on a dirt track in my life, so this is going to be something new I want to keep doing. I, I don't know if you know this. The truck's fucking dirty, bro. Yep, yeah, and we're okay with that. Oh, it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does, too. <laughs> All right, so um, almost the end of the track there. I mean, did they give you an official number yet? Uh, I haven't heard a thing yet, so we're just kind of waiting. It looked good. Uh, you had to pull twice. The sled uh, didn't set correctly. The weight box didn't come out. How'd that feel that first time? 
uh, felt great. I was shooting for the camera at the end and we almost got it. So we had a little fun. It was a nice little experience to feel what the track was like, how bouncy I was going to get and everything like that. So it worked out great. Uh, what did you modify last night to get ready for this morning here? Uh, absolutely nothing. We took the exact drag setup we took, put some bump stops in and let her eat. I love it, man. Well, great job and good luck. All right. Thank you very much. Shane Merriman hooked up to the sled now. Uh, going to see how this truck pulls. I will say in the driver's meeting, Shane was pretty clear he does not have sled pull experience. A little worried about the uh, getting bumped by the truck. He doesn't want to mess up the body on this beautiful Ford. Uh, this is going to be an interesting hook. We'll see how it goes. Spoo spooling up. Shane got out of it somewhere, stopped somewhere around the 250 mark. Uh, not sure what happened there, if he just felt too much wobble and shake. Uh, truck looked solid, he started to let her eat, and uh, definitely started to look a little shaky underneath there. We'll see what happened. Shane, how'd it go? Uh, it's not, not the best uh, run I could get, but um, truck's in one piece. As you can see, I tried to spool it at the beginning and spray it a little bit to get on top of the chargers, but altitude kind of killed me start hopping i knew if i i bumped the big jet and i knew if i had stayed in it it would just hop even harder yeah i saw you there about the 200 maybe 150 mark hit the big jet and uh, she really started to, to let loose uh it looked pretty wobbly how'd it feel inside the cab i mean it was a little bit bouncy um i would have liked more wheel speed track is pretty sticky so good stuff man well good luck and congrats thank you that was shane merriman after sled pole Alan Burke lining up on the pole now. He's hooked to the sled. Let's see how this run goes for another Duramax in the field today. Alan Burke's going to come to a stop pretty close to where Shane Merriman did. We're probably just shy of 250. Uh, we'll get the official numbers here later. Looked good, though. Uh, looked like he knew what he was doing, trying to move the truck around the track, trying to find where he was going to get the sweet spot, get some uh, traction in there. Uh, definitely a little bit of hop, but uh, didn't seem too bad. We'll touch base with him in just a moment. Alan Burke, hell of a show there with the Duramax. How would it feel inside the cab? Uh, a little bouncy, but I just gave it what I had and coming into it, I mean, we knew we were going to be low on power. I tried to get the 475 as best as I could, gave it the nitrous, but just I know it's not going to take what it, it doesn't have what it takes, I think, to be some of these trucks. I mean, it was still a solid, solid pull. You were down near the 250 marker. I, I don't know your official number yet. Um, left and right, I saw a lot of, lot of back and forth in there. What was your strategy there? Uh, just try to keep between the lines. <laughs> that was the only thing. Um, you know, I could try to keep the back ass end up, uh, front down, but I mean, we didn't have everything we needed to do it. So, I mean, I didn't want to come in, you know, make a sled pull setup on a street truck, but I did the best that I could. So I'm happy with it. Good stuff, man. Well, congrats and good luck. Thank you. All right, Travis Richards has had a bit of tough go of it here at Diesel Power Challenge 2018. He's hooked up to the sled right now. He has told me multiple times this is where he feels the most comfortable. This is where he has the most experience.
Travis Richards with one hell of a pull there. That is impressive, sir. Uh, sleds out past the 300 foot mark. We'll see what this comes out to for an official distance, but uh, that looked like the best pull of the day so far. All right, coming up on Travis Richards after that amazing pull. Travis, how'd that feel? Felt great after yesterday. <laughs> so yesterday, trailer racing, quarter mile racing, and uh, cone course, not really your thing in this mega cap. <laughs> no, it was definitely, uh, yesterday I knew it was gonna be my down, down day. Uh, I think the first two days we kind of held our own. Yesterday was, eh, we'll leave that in the past. And then I figured today was definitely our day. So we'll see if we can keep this lead. Yeah, man, it looked great. Uh, looked like you pulled it well past out the 300 foot mark. We'll get an official distance here shortly. But um, tell me, how it, what'd you do, man? What was it? Walk me through the play-by-play -play of uh, that pull. Uh, fourth gear is four low. I mean, I brought the RPMs up. I was trying to get them up to a little over five uh, just because I wanted to get over the charger. It started walking its way out around 4,500, so I let it eat. And the original plan was to spray around 200, but, I mean, we were holding ours, and everything felt good, so we didn't even spray. Well, congrats, man. It looked great. I definitely hope you guys end up in the lead for the pole. I know that's what your goal was here, and it looked like you, you proved it. Yeah, definitely a good hook. Good stuff, man. Congrats and good luck. All right, thanks, man. Got a member of Travis Richards' pit crew here. What's your name? Uh, Levon. Levon, what do you think of Travis's hook? Oh, it looked perfect to us. We thought it was made. Like, we can't. We're, we're sled pullers from back east. Like we said, we were coming in here, and this is what we wanted to win. We hoping their hook stands. It was really good. I mean, we're happy. Good stuff, man. Well, congrats. Yep, thank you. All right, Andrew Morrison taking off down the track. Drew Morrison. Uh, this 12 valve he's told us is set up for drag race and he ran 1050s yesterday. Not sure if you'll be able to hear it in the audio, but he got out of it, got back into it. Um, an, an interesting strategy or mistake, we'll find out here shortly. But uh, he is not going to make it past the 250 marker. Uh, seems like he's there just shy of 200. Uh, we'll get the official distance here in a little bit. Andrew Morrison, after sled pulling the uh, race truck 12 valve, how'd it feel, bud? I uh, felt pretty good. Um, I wish I could have got a little bit more wheel speed coming off the start. Um, I felt it, I came off the start with it spooled on top of the charger. I felt it start to spin, and I knew it wasn't, it, it, you know, there's no backing off once you start pulling a sled, especially on some drag radials. So I went ahead and grabbed some nitrous, and then it, you know, from there it just really started spinning. Um, half track I got back out of it because it started bouncing I didn't I was trying to not break anything axle wise so I let out of it and then when I knew when I got back in it if I wanted to go any farther I had to grab even more nitrous so I grabbed two more stages uh, how did it work for you uh, I think they said I got another 50 or 75 foot out of it after I let out of it so I mean I'm happy with that okay and uh, now here we are it's the end of the week no more competition how do you feel about your choice in tires um, I felt like they were pretty good. I knew that it was going to hurt me in this, but pulling the, the trailer down the track, it proved itself there. It definitely proved itself on the track. Um, the obstacle course, it did pretty decent. I mean, I love the tires. I, I felt like they worked out pretty good. Um, you know, with, with how low my truck is, I'm kind of limited to what size tires I can run on it. Absolutely. And now that you're looking back, anything you would have done differently? Um, I may have would have tried four-wheel low, but 
Then again, my strategy, if I go full or low and grab nitrous over of the engine and potentially blow it up, then you really haven't accomplished anything there. So I probably wouldn't have changed much other than trying to get a little better start at it. Good stuff, man. Well, congratulations and good luck. All right, thank you. Thank you. Andrew Morrison, 12-valve Cummins, all done for the day. Cody Cook now hooked up to the sled. This will be the final competition for everybody today. I know Cody had a great day on the dyno, uh, tough day doing fuel consumption testing, pretty good day yesterday with drag racing, um, pretty good with trailer racing, and tough on the uh, cone course. Let's see if he could bring it back together today for uh, one last competition here at the sled poles for Diesel Power Challenge 2018. Well, he, uh, he went to go get in it, had a big hop, uh, shut the truck down. They stopped it right away. I don't think it moved more than a foot. Quite a bit of discussion between Cody Cook and uh, one of his pit crew members, Dimitri Millard. We are uh, back, relined up, reset on the sled, going through some final coaching, final notes. We'll see what uh, Cody's able to put together here. Cody's getting ready for his uh, pull here. Looking like we are somewhere near the 200 foot mark. Cody's not necessarily looking ecstatic about uh, where he landed or how that run went. Got rowdy there, man. How'd it feel inside the cab? It was a rough ride. First time I hooked up to the sled, I didn't let the truck roll out before really getting into it and it upshifted and started to uh, buck like it did the second pass. Uh, second pass. I, or second pull, um, left out smooth, grabbed block up, and it pulled it down. And uh, I mean, I had it spooled up pretty good. I hit lock up, pulled it down, and uh, I got on nitrous to uh, keep it spooled up and just got rough. She started bouncing and hopping pretty bad. Uh, you seemed to get out of it and get back into it. Was that by strategy or just foot coming off the pedal with all that bouncing? I was hoping the truck would settle down a little bit, but it just, no. Gotcha. Well, I know you got a pit crew member here, Dimitri Miller. Dimitri, what are your thoughts on the pole? Now he knows what that lean looks like when he hits that left jet. <laughs> well, good stuff, Cody. Congratulations and good luck, man. Thanks. Cody Pulliam has put on a great show this weekend. He's hooked up to the sled right now. Uh, obviously, being the final event, I got a feeling Cody's going to be one of those guys to just give it everything he can here at the track. Cody's had a great showing so far. Uh, did good on the dyno, did good in fuel consumption, did good at trailer racing. He won the drag racing. Uh, here we go, we're underway.
Cody Pulliam putting on a great hook there, getting it past the 250, but shy of the 300. I don't think he'll take first in the pull. Travis Richards, uh, one more pull today. You're you're looking like you got the floating finish here for first place in the sled pull. Do you think Garrett Osen has what it takes to get past you? Uh, I don't know. He's got a strong truck, so uh, it's definitely going to be a close one. You're not worried about getting beat by a power stroke? No, that thing's it's a stronger than a truck, so. Travis Richards, too nice to talk shit. Uh, all right, we got Cody Pulliam here after the sled pulls. We got some discussion going on. Did we hurt the truck? Yeah, we might have hurt the motor. I don't know, it's knocking pretty good, so. There is a strong, sweet smell here. Yeah, there's a smell. <laughs> I think it's hurt, so. But it's still driving. We're going to get it back, driving on the trailer. We might have to go get the trailer from the hotel and load it up, so. How do you feel about your results in the pole? Um, I felt good. I grabbed when I grabbed the spray. It got a little little rowdy and started hopping like crazy, and I just held on to it and kept going. Did you get out of it and get back into it at any point? No, I didn't get out of it at all. I just stayed right into it. Well, good luck and congrats, man. Thanks. All right, guys, getting ready for Garrett Osain, last pull of the day. What are our thoughts? Oh, uh, I don't know. I think he'll do pretty good. I mean, that truck's got a lot of power. He's got some good tires on it. I think he'll pull through pretty good. Yeah, same. I think he's going to do all right. Oh, yeah. He'll be up there. Still sucks, though. 6'4". <laughs> what does that mean? He'll do good. Come on, you can talk shit. Don't worry. I've been talking shit about 6'4s all weekend. Say it. The heads have come off since I got here, and damn it, it, haven't ha it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> Hopefully, this will happen. The heads will fall off. No, I'm just kidding. I like that guy. He's a good guy. I hope it stays together for him. Yeah, you know everyone wants to see anything bad happen to anyone. I hate that. Although five bars are junk. Oh, 40, no, 47 no. didn't make it through this whole week. 47's are the way to go. Hell yeah, 47's life. <laughs> 47, yeah. I'm trackside with Jeff Jabonowski from Extreme Diesel Performance, title sponsor of the event. Uh, Jeff, what are your thoughts here after we're through eight of the nine trucks today in the sled pull? Looks like a pretty tight competition so far. We've seen some trucks come out way ahead of certain things that we thought they would like the dyno competition and things like that so it always ends up that it's uh, almost like down to the line on some of this stuff so we're tuning in we're going to watch and see what uh what happens here and how the rest of the day unfolds and i guess we'll know the winner tonight that's such professional commentary we should hire this guy garrett osain last truck of the day for diesel power challenge 2018 sled pull let's see how he does Travis Richards, we just saw Garrett Osain pull. He is just past or right on that 300 foot mark. How do you feel about that pull? That was a solid, but I don't think it was enough. You think you got him? Yeah, I think so. I think we got him. All right, Garrett Osain after the final sled pull of the day. Looked like a great run here. Garrett, how'd it feel inside the cab? Felt pretty rowdy. Got a strong truck here. Uh, you know, I was asking the guys in the field, they all said this truck was going to punk out and uh, it didn't have the tire. No, I'm just joking, man. Everybody everybody knows this was a strong running truck. Everybody was looking for it. Coming back after the some of the struggles you guys had yesterday, how'd you feel coming into this event? Coming into this, I felt real good. Uh, I mean, we had our transmission problems yesterday, missed out on drag racing, and that was kind of, we were planning on having good points in that event, so that's that sucked. But uh, felt good coming into this. It's a big, heavy Ford, so they usually do well on this. It looked hot, man. You were strong all the way down the track. Saw a member of your crew there uh, coaching you kind of when to hit the nitrous. Uh, walk me through start to finish on it. What'd you do? 
Uh, we tried to roll out real soft, uh, just kind of stand on the brake, get the trailer moving. Uh, JD was up there helping me. It's my first time sled pulling, so he was kind of letting me know, all right, give her the nuts now, throw the power to it. So when he told me to, I hit it. It worked out great. Uh, didn't look like you bounced too much. No, not bad at all. The one-up off-road traction bars, ALAs, man, they those trucks sits down and goes. Everything worked. I love it. Well, congrats and good luck here on the final. Thank you. Zach Skulls getting ready. Final pull of the day. He's going to be the last truck we see in the dirt. He is hooked to the sled. Green flag is up, and he is starting to spool. Let's see how this six-liter handles the competition. That is, that is going to be a tough pull. Uh, believe he's out near the 200-foot mark. He's got some things to say, talking back and forth with the pit crew a bit. Well, the, the axle came apart way down there, and it made it to here. So. Yeah, but it was. 12 mil, 12 point? Yeah, twisted the axle tubes. The pumpkin's pointing straight up. What distance do you think he uh, broke at? Probably right around uh, 125. All right, we're here with Zach Skulls. One more interview, bud. Um, that was a, a hell of a pull. How did it feel inside the cab? That was uh, coming off, coming off the line. Uh, felt great. Um, right about the time that uh, we got the converter, got the converter locked. Um, there was a, there was a little bit of a hop, let out of it, got back in, and uh, came right back up on the chargers. And we got right down here towards the end, and uh, I I could I could feel a break. Um, I had no idea that it was that bad, um, but uh, it, as, as soon as I felt it, I mean, we, I knew that there was something in the rear end. I was just assuming like an axle shaft or something like that. Um, I could just feel the, the front end pawing, but I, I had no idea um, we, uh, we did what we did. What did you guys do? Uh, we actually uh, um, busted the, the perch off the axle tube, um, busted the traction bar mounts, um, we, we rolled the whole axle out from underneath where it's supposed to be. The pinion, the pinion right now is about a 45 degree angle pointing up towards the bed. Uh, we snapped the carrier clean in two at the uh, uh, carrier bearing right up there underneath the cab. Um, we, uh, we, we rolled a lot of stuff. We, I, I heard quite a bit underneath of there, but we'll, uh, it's nothing that can't be fixed. Well, that's a good outlook on it. At least you saved it for today to have uh, something catastrophic go down like this. I'd imagine this would be a hard one to repair if this was day two, but here we are at the sled pole. You left it all out in the dirt. How do you feel about your overall performance at Diesel Power Challenge? Um, this right here, I mean, it, it was a bit of a letdown. This was this was what I came this is what I came to do. Um, this is what I was looking forward to the most. And I mean, it sucks that it had to end this way, but uh, I mean, hey, it is what it is. It's competition. Well, you put on a good show if nothing else. Congratulations and good luck. Thank you very much. All right, I know you, Rowdy Fox, got something to say. What are you two? You two. You two. You three. You three. I got JD. Justin and McCoy standing here. I need you to delete this tape now. <laughs> you three have been rowdy as shit all week. <laughs> what? JD, quit playing. We are the we are we are the angry Muppets. That is a great name. In the balcony talking shit. No doubt. And actually, KJ gave us that moniker the UCC the first year. We've been doing bad things ever since.
Yeah, uh, I will. <laughs> I'm over this. <laughs> I will say uh, it has been great to see the camaraderie uh, amongst the teams and all of that great, great fluffy stuff. But, uh, no, you guys have cracked me up. Not you so much, Shady. You're a real fucking prick. I really am. No, I'm just. No arguments at all. I got no arguments. I'm just joking. I actually really like JD. He's been a great guy the whole weekend. McCoy, of course, has cracked me up ever since we first interviewed. McCoy, I got this classic quote that actually I, I poked at KJ about your quote. Oh, hell. Oh, hell. Yeah, yeah. So I brought up to KJ. I was like, no, I brought up to KJ. I told him. I said, you know my problem with Diesel Power Challenge? These guys put these, these trucks in this magazine. They're not built. I'm like, and I got a perfect example. I interview McCoy Black. First 10 words out of his mouth start off with, you know, I didn't have the truck fucking built unless they were going to vote me in. <laughs> Direct quote. Told him. Told him. Yeah, you never know. You I don't never, know. You got, you got 10 days to get it done. <laughs> I ain't putting it in your cooler. I'm hell not, with it. I'm just going with it. Oh, I my God. Tom. I ran slap ass out of Tom. Uh, talked to Anthony Reams about your truck last year. He had some good good pointers on it. Yeah, Anthony helps me a lot here and there. You know, I Facebook message him and stuff, so he's he's definitely a, a big help because there's you wouldn't look at him and think there's a lot in that mom, but there's a good bit of info up there. You can look at him and be like, that is not an intelligent motherfucker, but yeah, he is. <laughs> uh, I'm so glad you threw that in the end because you didn't hear what he said about your conversation. It wasn't it wasn't the nicest. Exactly. Yeah, I'm sure it's about the same. Nope. Nope. All right. All right. All right, look out, schmucks. Come on. I got winners to talk to. I got winners to talk to. Garrett Osei. How you doing? Garrett, Garrett, I feel like you need a hug. Come on over here. Come give Garrett a hug. Get out of here. Quit playing. Number two, are you fucking kidding me? Hey, uh, we pulled it off, man. I didn't think we were going to finish. A lot of people didn't think we were finished, but I think we surprised a lot of people with that truck. Just wish we got the race. When you came back to earn Conezilla, I literally, right, right as you were pulling up, I'm walking around, I'm interviewing all the other drivers, and I'm telling you, I'm like, Hey, what happens if Garrett comes back and kills it for the rest of the week? And they're all like, I don't know, man, that DNS, I think he's out. Like, they really, they, they counted you out. They didn't think. They were like, no matter what he does, it's not going to. And then when you Conezilla, I, even I, I'm pretty sure I have tape. We'll go back and listen to it. We'll, we'll see. I'm pretty sure I have tape that's like, well, that's it. Osain's out. I, I don't doubt it. That was a rough run at the Cone course. I really, uh, really messed it up on that one. But Cody's truck was consistent. He did great all week. And. Uh, outside of breaking on the drags and the cone course, uh, our truck was real strong, real consistent all week as well. So, oh no, your truck killed it. That's that's why it was such a shock. I literally I have so much tape of being about saying this is a heartbreaker. Osain breaking. He was he, you were the pack leader. Everybody thought it was you and Cody down to the end or through every event. I mean, we all thought it. How did you think it was going to go when you came in tonight and sat down for dinner? Uh, my team was pre keeping pretty close tabs on everything, so we kind of we knew where we stood. I mean, I know KJ tries to play like he didn't know, but I, it wasn't too hard to track, so we knew where we sat. Um, you knew you knew you were going to place top three. Yeah, yeah, we knew where we were at. We, I mean, we had four second place finishes, and um, the other two events were kind of a wash, and that's that was really the difference for us. But yeah, we kind of knew where we were. Awesome, man. Well, how about it from here? Are you going to go into UCC qualifier bracket? No, no, nothing like that for this truck. It's a daily driver. It's it's heavy. It's way too heavy for that. Awesome, man. Well, congratulations. Seriously, great showing from the 6-4. I know I poke at the Fords a lot, but you guys killed it. Your crew killed it. It was a great week, man. Very impressive. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. No problem. Thanks. Travis Richards, number one at the sled pole, man. How does it feel now that uh, DPC 2018 is wrapped up? Relaxing. <laughs> We're going to get home try to hit another uh, pole this weekend. So 
we're leaving actually probably about 10 minutes. Travis Richards packed and on his way out, ready to go pulling, man. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks, man. For real, great job. Thanks. All right, I got Cody Pulliam here, number one DPC winner. How does it feel? Feels great. I'm happy. I say Chuck's hurt right now, but they definitely competed in all events, put it through hell and everything. So it was definitely hard on them. Definitely, and it lived through everything. Like Dimitri said, I put that trance through hell. I kept forgetting. I got lock up one of the tracks, two wheel drive. Like the truck took a beating, and I'm just glad it finally gave up at the end. What do you think gave you the competitive advantage to uh, make it to first place? Um, I just had a perfect street truck, kind of say, and I kept competing really well in every single event, and it just obviously took to a win, so I'm happy with it. And like I said, I just want to thank everyone that helped me out, like Custom James with Custom Auto, um, uh, uh, Bob Peterson from, and all that from Duramax Tuner. He's been texting me. We've been going back and forth. All, every day that I've been at this event, we've been talking, going crazy and all that. How you doing this, that? And uh, I'm happy with that. Scott from SDP, Screaming Diesel Performance, and getting me the twin kit. Um, I got uh, Bird Racing and Chassis. They, we had the motor out He adjust, and threw a cam in for me, adjusting my heads and everything. Um, I just really want to thank everyone that's helped me out with this whole truck and everything and getting the truck down here so awesome man well congratulations it was a great show and you killed it this weekend you proved it's the truck it's the driver it's putting it together and you definitely did that so congratulations <laughs> thank you trey hutton let me grab you here for a second came in third for the uh diesel power challenge 2018 did you know it coming into the banquet uh, i had no idea actually we were we were all over the place so we were just kind of having fun at this point driver's choice award as well yeah, didn't know where that came from either. <laughs> uh, I actually, I heard two different guys voting for you saying, you know, I'm going to give it to Trey because he came out here and he's the only one that was naturally, or he's the only one without spray the entire weekend. Okay, that's fair enough then. <laughs> you also, you killed it, man. You, you worked through the events. Maybe you didn't top third, you, you know, in every event, but you were consistent. The sled pull, yeah, you had that breakaway run without the weight on it, but, I mean, even once you did pull, we thought you were crazy for not insisting on going last and letting the truck cool down. What was the strategy there? Um, pretty much we had, I had a buddy that had needed my bump stops and he wasn't too far behind me. So I wasn't going to ruin what he was trying to do and end up screwing him over. So I took one and nothing was hot when I got done with the track. So I knew I could do it right again. So I wasn't too worried about it. Uh, that is awesome. So you actually went again just to help somebody else out to compete in the event. Yep, actually first place winner sitting over there. <laughs> now you and Cody Pulliam are friends. You're obviously you're here with Dimitri and some of the other guys. What do you think gave you the competitive edge to end up in third overall? Um, every team here helped each other in one way or another. I mean, we weren't just a group of three. There was 10, 11 of us working on a single pickup at a time. We were always helping each other. Dimitri had a lot of parts here and there for everything, so everything worked out perfect. All right, I'm here with KJ Jones. Uh, we have just finished the sled pull, the final leg of the Diesel Power Challenge. What are your thoughts? I don't know, Paul. I, it's not like I'm speechless. Uh, I am very pleased. I'm, I am so pleased and relieved, you know. We pulled off what I'm going to say in my four years as editor of Diesel Power, the best Diesel Power Challenge that we have had since I've had the helm of Diesel Power, and I am, I am overwhelmingly happy about that happening. 
Well, congratulations, because I totally agree with you, KJ. This has been an absolutely amazing event. Uh, from all of my listeners, uh, my co-hosts, our producers, and myself, thank you very much for having the Diesel Performance Podcast out here at the event. The Diesel Performance Podcast is always welcome. You're a great partner of ours, and uh, we enjoyed you engaging with the drivers, and I'm sure they did too. So thanks a lot, Paul. That's awesome. All right, listeners, you heard it here first. Uh, Diesel Power Challenge 2018 officially in the books. We'll be bringing you just one last segment for the award ceremony. That'll be coming at you first thing tomorrow morning. 